0: are fake Recording in progress. I am NOT SUICIDAL! We'll circle back with you directly. If I can circle back, I'll circle back with you. Do not come. (laughs) Do not come.
1: Too late. I'm gonna come. Hello and welcome to episode 191 of Jeffrey and Brian Show. I am Jeffrey. I'm Brian. And we're just two guys drinking beer and talking what's going on. We have our dear friend, uh, the Dirty Tranny, also known as... Claire with us Hello. again um, hey. I'd like to say that no agenda has been using a sound clip that we've been using for a long time lately the I'm gonna come <laughs> from, <laughs> you've heard it too haven't you yeah I just laughed when I heard it then I heard it again and I was like oh we did that way before <laughs> we scooped them again
2: <laughs> <laughs> we just had your listeners <laughs> yeah <laughs> all
1: right Well, let's get right into uh, the prices here. looks like Guapo might be looking to get in. I'm not sure. Gold is up to $1,949.99 from $1,937.45. Silver is at $23.43 from $23.30. Platinum is also up to $945.08 from $928.93. Palladium, however, uh, no, Palladium is also up. My mistake. $1,299.50 from $1,293.50. Uh, and crude oil is up to seventy four eighty three from seventy three eighty six. Uh, that's only since Saturday, and the week before that, oil had gone up from seventy dollars sixty four cents. So that's moving pretty quick here. Uh, I was unprepared for today, uh, Brian. Though you have something local to talk about.
2: Yeah, we actually have a uh, nuclear power plant in Virginia. Actually, Virginia, I found out, has a couple nuclear power plants. Um. This nuclear power plant is local here in the Hampton area. It's actually running for 50 years, and its, it's, license, refuel, its license is approved for, like, 80 more years.
1: <clears throat> what are they using for fuel?
2: Um, I'm not exactly sure, but there's plans to build some more reactors in the facility.
1: Good. All right, well, here's to you guys for uh, figuring out how much cheaper energy could be. Uh, Alright, the big thing I want to talk about today before we get into our uh, specialized stuff with our uh, expert here is this whole NATO BRICS thing. Uh, we've brought up BRICS before. Uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: it's basically the rest of the power on the planet besides NATO, right? Right. <clears throat> um, well, Biden just said that we're not going to let anyone. We're not going to let Ukraine into NATO as long as they're fighting Russia, which is part of BRICS. That that tells me that Russia has an incentive to never, ever, ever end this conflict.
2: Right, because they don't want Ukraine as part of NATO. And exactly, I, and I actually kind of agree with Biden on this because if we let them in, then we've got to say this war doesn't count for Article Five.
1: I said we don't want them in at all. Why do we want a border? Why do we want a border on Russia with NATO? Like we already have what Estonia and Latvia, um, Finland now joined too. Yep, Finland. Now, Sweden's going to be joined.
4: We've already violated our own treaty with Russia as far as NATO's concerned. And this has
1: been uh, brought up. This has been brought up, and this is why. Uh, Putin well, Article back. Five
2: states that attack on one NATO country is attack on all. So.
1: We haven't violated that,
4: but in the treaties with Russia at the fall of the Soviet Union, we stated that we would there would be a buffer zone of states between us and Russia. We've yeah. already violated that by letting
1: other countries in yeah yeah, exactly because the Soviet Union felt we were supposed to let those nations be themselves, and NATO went and gobbled up a whole bunch of them <clears throat> like actually even bordering Russia uh, and then, yeah then Turkey just dropped their objection to Sweden joining NATO.
2: Originally, they were objecting because they want to be part of the EU, and they haven't been allowed into the EU yet. And so Turkey was trying to use that as a way into the EU.
1: Well, I don't trust a damn thing Erdogan does.
4: No, especially when you're uh, putting that much pressure on the uh, media in your country to pretty much silence your dissenting voices. I don't think that... True dictator. Yeah, I don't think that he belongs in the EU. I think he's doing it to shore up his power.
1: He's playing both sides of the coin right now. He's Mm -hmm. with with the Russia and China folks talking about this crap, but he's still NATO. It's like... You know, and I, I don't blame him for hedging his bets right now, though.
4: Oh, no, neither do I. But the same point is, I don't like his human rights
1: violations. Oh, yeah, it definitely means don't trust him. Okay. You know, he, he sounds like um uh, was it was it Mussolini that switched sides?
3: Yes
2: mm. yeah, he was with the Russians for a while, and then he
1: yeah, the Italians they switched yeah. from access to uh, allies,
4: yeah Uh, the Italians yeah. have switched sides so many times, especially from World War One all the way up to World War, the end of World War Two, they were constantly switching sides. So, yeah. historically, it's like, okay, which time are you referring to yeah, right. it's like, sides?
1: So you know what, guys? Don't even get involved, all right? We'll just, we'll just tell you who won, okay? <laughs>
2: um, well, we thought, made a big deal about the cluster bombs <laughs> in the last show, saying oh, the, the, that wow. uh, we were yeah. sending cluster bombs to Ukraine, and now we actually know why, because President Biden let the whole world know in a live interview that we don't have ammunition anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we're we're sending first of all Biden came out and said when Russia was using cluster munitions that it was a war crime but now it's okay for us to do it and then he goes oh well actually we don't have anything else to give him like what are we gonna do to defend ourselves yeah well we uh, missed our recruiting uh, expectations by 25% the last couple years in a row right uh, we're losing ships in port. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it just... And we spent more time doing DEI training and COVID vaccine training in the service than how to fight a fucking war.
2: Yep. Now you got to do it at the pot shop.
1: Oh, my God. It just... It blo- no. I would tell you a fun story about that but someone, at least one person I work with listens to the show. Okay.
2: <laughs> He's a contributor, so... <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, and again, the military readiness thing. Uh, apparently the Marines don't even have a commander anymore. Uh,
2: yes, yeah. because there's a uh, senator that's got a block on all confirmations for military officers because of the department of defense's new abortion um doctrine where they pay for people to travel out of state to have an abortion
1: yeah i don't think the federal government should be funding abortion at all well, that's what sure he's that's saying against, too i'm pretty sure that's against the law actually right like technically speaking the money that the federal government gives to planned parenthood pays for everything except for the abortions right mm-hmm uh, if you're going to pay for me, yeah, if you're going to pay for my transportation, you, um, no, no. That,
2: and That's what this guy's saying. He's like, saying this is this rule's not right, you know. And, and I it make its but, way through the courts, you know, so,
1: you know. I and, agree, but we need to be combat ready. Yeah, uh,
4: but the military's done a wonderful job of becoming combat ready by doing DEI training and woke uh, messaging and stuff like this. Oh, I got a couple buddies
1: that are chiefs now. And the, the 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 crazy crap they spew out of their mouths—it's insane. The crap they're being told, and I'm like, well, then it came out like this whole COVID thing it turned out to be a bunch of bullshit garbage with these vaccines and masks.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And these these dudes are like, oh, well, you know, we we had to do it. I didn't really believe it. It's like, dude, you called me terrible names for the things yeah, I said about you. These- you
2: see the statistics now, where the people that had the more vaccines, are the ones, the more likely to be sicker now. They're the ones getting long COVID and having a lot of the the, side effects.
1: Well, yeah, I think Trump, I blame Trump for this Operation Warp Speed. You can't pop up. The only way you can possibly pump out a vaccine that quick after this virus shows up is if you had been working on this virus for years in a lab and we were already making the vaccine.
4: Uh, for a traditional vaccine, yes. This is an RNA ver- vaccine. That, uh... mRNA. Yeah, mRNA that doesn't work uh, in tradi- as a traditional vaccine would. Did you hear uh, the
1: interview Joe Rogan did with the guy who came up with the theory of mRNA vaccines?
4: Oh, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be implemented in this way. At all. Yeah. Um, and on top of all of that, we still don't have the original strain because we're not allowed in China to do the research on this stuff. So we can't create a traditional vaccine.
1: Correct. Uh, Alright, into the next topic here Speaking of China Well played It's almost almost like I think of the way the conversation might go In the order I put these topics in, you know (laughs) Janet Yellen Bowed Was it the Jinping? Yes Winnie the Pooh (laughs) Yes, Winnie the Pooh (laughs) Pooh pooing on poop (laughs) Uh, I don't Didn't Trump-Biden do the same thing?
2: Uh, no, Biden-Obama.
1: Obama. Okay, I thought Biden yeah. did when he was president, too. Why? I... Okay, Obama is president. Yeah. Obama. Bowed?
3: Uh-huh.
1: The president of the United States should never bow to anyone. No. Ever. We, we don't even dip our flag at the Olympics. Uh, that was a big deal. Was it Superman 1 or is it 2? When the other, uh... Kryptonians show up, and they make the President of the United States kneel. And it was a big deal. It's like the President of the United States should never kneel for anyone. It shows weakness, right? Yeah. And I understand that these the Chinese, the Japanese see this bow as a sign of respect. But their culture is different than ours. You know, I see a handshake as a sign of respect. I see a bow as a submission. Like I oh. bow to God. I don't get to shake God's hand. It's, you know what I mean?
4: yeah um how do I put this i mean according to our own rules, when we go overseas, you know we're supposed to exhibit our customs overseas when dealing with diplomatic affairs, and on top of that though I really don't trust no i really don't uh have i don't want to say res trust i don't have any respect for people that were in the Obama administration because uh after the apology tour in the Middle East, it's like, uh, The yeah, apology y- tour,
1: yeah. Yeah, Obama made us look weak as shit. He did, and he didn't do anything to even take our troops out of the Middle East. Oh,
4: no, he they, they, he ramped up droning, and then he killed an American citizen.
1: Anwar al oh, Yep, and then Trump killed his sister. Yeah, yeah, and... If we're going to start charging presidents for crimes, maybe Trump should be looked at for killing this American citizen without trial. Obama yep. should be looked at for killing an American citizen without trial, and that's just the American citizens. Obama blew up an entire restaurant full of civilians, and then when when he was asked about the kid, the American kid that was killed, he said, "Well, he should have had a better father."
4: Yeah, I what? still want to. Sh- yeah, I still want to shake the hand of the person that designed the flying ginsu, though.
1: That is a an amazing weapon uh, for anyone who doesn't know what it is. It's basically a blade bomb, and they could like fly it in a window and they detonate it. Shoots out basically katanas everywhere and just turns well, everything just... into paste.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's so accurate that if you're hitting a car with it, a moving car, you have to know what seat the dudes in because it won't kill the people around him. It'll just kill the dude in the. Well, it depends on
1: seat. the payload. It, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but all right. Well, BRICS. Mm-hmm. China's part of BRICS. They are unveiling their own uh, currency at this point. Uh, they, Putin has confirmed it, and they are saying next as soon as next month they're going to unveil this new currency that is backed by gold. And 41 countries have already signed up to uh, get into this program. Where are they getting their uh, gold from? their national gold reserves, probably.
2: I thought we had it all.
1: No, we've got Europe's. mm, No, we don't.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: Germany asked for their gold gold back like 15 years ago, and we let them look at one bar five years later. (laughs) (laughs) That gold is gone, dude. Are you kidding me? Why would we still be holding all these countries' gold this far? First of all, we took this gold and to hold it for them for world war II so that all these countries nations gold wouldn't be pillaged once everything was done and resolved why are we still holding on to this gold right cuz we need it
4: i uh, we needed some really big slush funds back in the 60s 70s and
1: 80s no once we hit 70 what was 72 when nixon abolished the uh, silver standard it, it, there was nothing backing it anyway it just it was the sheer fact that you needed to use the united states dollar to purchase oil it was the only thing that gave the dollar any value and now if this thing is backed by gold people are going to be buying oil of that who's going to want a worthless freaking one zero one zero one zero on their phone when i can have a bill that's entitled to x value gold
4: oh yeah no but wasn't it the uh the guy in charge of blackrock said i have hope for bitcoin in the future
1: Yeah, and I'm terrified because I don't know if that means I should buy Bitcoin or dump what I have.
4: (laughs) I would buy it, honestly. Ah, I
1: I think this guy might be trying to trick me into buying this shit so he can short sell. Uh... I don't trust BlackRock at all, dude. I
4: don't either, but at the same point with the unveiling of Bricks, uh, the American dollar is a lot less of a safe bet. Especially if Saudi Arabia signs on with BRICS, which it looks like it's going to.
1: Saudi Arabia is already accepting uh, Yuan. Yeah. For, for oil. Uh, and what are we going to do? If the, yeah. Because no one's going to want the US dollar. What are we going to do to get our hands on some of these actual valuable notes? Because we're not producing shit besides entertainment and culture. We're not, we're not building the best cars in the world. We're not building... Uh, anything really besides weapons and that's the only thing we have right now is weaponry
4: in gaming terms you took a uh you took a war sieve and switched it to culture halfway through the game there you go it's uh, well, not gonna work out it's really not the only thing that we're gonna we're what's the only thing that's gonna happen is we're gonna go to war over. that's this.
1: exactly what's going to happen and that is where my conspiracy theory comes in i think this is why they get, they keep telling us that you will own nothing and you'll be happy is because they know that the economy is going to collapse one way or the other they're either going to take us down with this new currency or we're going to have to go to war which they're already preparing us to go to war with russia and china for yeah, an how well, long now mm, we're gonna to go ever to since
4: we designed, design
1: redesigned our doctrine for a near peer. well all of the resources are going to go to the front line mm-hmm. they're not all the Food, just like in World War Two and World War One, people were rationed at home. All of the food was sent to the soldiers because wars are won by full bellies.
4: Yeah, but also there's a. The, uh, you listen to a lot of the same people I do, but are you familiar with the idea of the fourth turning?
1: Yeah, every fourth generate the new world order. The yeah, you know, it's not ideas. necessarily
4: uh, one of the principles in it is if there's an existing power and the. Uh, existing world power and you have a power on the rise they will eventually end up in conflict yes so that's kind of what we're seeing right now it started with the chinese belt and road initiative Ooh, and, yeah uh, you know what
1: it goes further back than that it goes all the way back to the soviet union being a rising power and when they collapsed under their own weight china picked up the mantle i'm not sure Russia was sh- they have more nuclear weapons than we do and they're bigger where the SARS-Bomba can carry up to a 100 megaton payload?
4: Yeah, but I'm not <laughs> sure how many of those would actually work. They're based on Cold War technology. They created a easily... 50
1: megaton one.
4: Yeah, but we could pretty easily track and shoot all down all the Russian missiles because they haven't kept up with uh, proper specs.
1: Possibly. I don't know enough about their secret nuclear programs. Like, we're assuming that these are uh, 50-year-old weapons.
4: Yeah, but Kinzel was uh, supposed to be this unstoppable missile that they had and we've shot that down with Patriot pretty consistently uh, it started out as 83% and then it's been consistently going up from there I think that's because
1: like, we've learned how their missile operates better and better and better
4: that and Rush is making the mistake of shooting
1: directly at the Patriot missile system oh they're actually trying to take oh well then you need some kind of cluster munition to do that
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, circle back around and the reason that Russia was getting in trouble for their cluster munitions is they're using cluster munitions to spread yeah, land mine, landmines uh, the little
1: um, they look like almost uh, plastic leaves That's, I heard that they were just duds and they didn't go off right away and that some kid would come play with it 20 years later and it would blow up in his hand Oh, there is, there is those things but oh. um, we're talking but it, about I thought landmines were pretty much agreed upon by the entire world never do again two countries
4: that do not agree with that have not signed on to that North treaty. Korea I'm assuming nope. they still have
1: a minefield
4: <laughs> No, nope. two major world powers that don't don't really? actually who's uh, that USA no. and uh, Russia
2: El Matador Mr. said that uh, the Vatican has a lot of gold
1: yeah yes they do actually they probably have more gold than anyone on the planet honestly uh, well played, nice catch. But I, I, think that they've been setting us up for this conflict and telling us that we're all going to be poor because one way or the other, we're going to be we're going to be hungry. That's why they're getting us ready to eat the bugs and live in the pods. <laughs> fifteen minute cities. They fifteen minute cities. Everything's fifteen. Everything you need is only fifteen minutes away. And think about this: COVID happened at the perfect time because it decentralized our production and uh, economic capabilities people moved out of the cities and were working remotely so now you can't just hit like manhattan with one bomb and wipe out half the u.s economy because think about this if russia was gonna if russia was actually like okay we're gonna fight the united states we're gonna try to win it right away because they don't want to get into a ground fight i'm sure with the united states they're gonna deploy handful of MIRVs, uh, multiple independently targeted re-entry vehicles, it can carry up to nine warheads, I'm sorry, 12 nuclear warheads, and they could pepper the entire east coast of the United States with one uh, intercontinental ballistic missile. And you'd hit, I mean, I would hit Manhattan just because there's so many people there that are going to want to join and fight back. And you have to wipe out these dense populations of possible soldiers plus the economic thing, I would definitely hit uh, Virginia because how many military bases were there, in, were there in 20 miles of each other? A well, lot. Uh, yeah, you got, oh, the yeah. Marie, you got the Marines, you got uh, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Army all right there. And I'm pretty sure there's a Coast Guard nearby too, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then just all the way down, just wipe out the East Coast where half the economy in the country is and then pick off the West Coast the same way. But thing is, they would also go and hit, um, what's the place in Maine that we use to communicate with our uh, submarines underwater? Uh, no, that's in Connecticut where we mix up. There's a place in Maine that we actually use to communicate to our subs underwater on that side of the planet. And there's a place in Hawaii that does it to the, uh, the rest of the planet. Those would be taken out. Um, Montana, Iowa... Idaho, Nebraska, are all going to get nuked because we have nuclear silos there. Just, I mean, if they no, decide Baham to go says for
2: it, we take out the, the if they take out the West Coast, they'll do us a favor.
1: And <laughs> so we still have we still uh-huh. have how many ships in Pearl Harbor?
4: All right, I will say this much: that's if if they get through.
1: If they get through, but no o- overwhelming. Numbers we can't possibly shoot down. Oh, we can't hundred possi- nukes at a time. <laughs> yes, but if they're targeting the areas that you're talking about, it's they'll shoot. They'll fire 1,500 missiles all that are all going to land at the same time. We're going to go, oh shit! Which one do we pick off?
4: <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a point there, but uh, I would have to say that would be probably one of the dumbest mistakes that Russia could ever make or China could ever make if they try to go for us like that.
1: Well, I'm just saying that's their own, that's their best chance to end it before it starts. But if we detect even one of these nukes and we're certain it's a nuke, we hit that one button that says wipe out all of Russia. (laughs) Right? Yeah. you You know there's a submarine within 50 miles of Russia and China right now that's loaded full of nuclear missiles. You know this is a fact, yeah, uh, and I'm not even saying this is like it's top secret. Like every that we do this on purpose. We tell everyone that it's there. <laughs> we want them to know it's there. We also have one hidden under the polar ice cap, so you can't even bomb it.
4: Yeah, what is it like? We can actually uh, shoot through six feet of uh, shoot a missile through six feet of ice. I said unclassified.
1: Un- I said that last episode, and I was like, "Whoa, oh crap! Am I allowed to say that?" I was like, we can do three feet at least. <laughs> yeah.
2: So the the whistleblower that was trying to tell the FBI about the Biden finally China business dealings has been indicted by the Department Did he hang of Justice? Himself yet? Not yet.
1: He's he's hiding out in like um not Diego Garcia. UAE or Bahrain or something. Isn't he hide, hiding yeah, out?
2: Yeah, he's uh, off the grid.
1: Yeah, he's been missing since he since he came out and said, I have information that could lead to the arrest of Joe Biden. And I'm, yeah. I'm quoting someone else on that one, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other two, they're like, oh, they're probably dead or missing. It's like, these other guys are already in jail. It's like, uh.
4: Well, look, at, look what happened under uh, when Joe Biden was president. The last whistleblower that they had to contend with fled to Russia.
1: The, you know, and mean was
2: president? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And lived in an airport for, for years in, uh, what, Sweden was it? Before now, they finally said, get, get the hell out.
2: And now he's a Russian citizen.
1: Yeah. So and does he, he have dual
2: citizenship?
1: I'm sure uh, he lost his citizenship immediately as soon as he became a Russian citizen.
4: He probably did. But uh, honestly, it's – we're not – I don't know why, but whenever – Certain people from the status quo get into power. If you're a whistleblower, you're treated like shit when there's supposed to be legal protections for them.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, El Guapo said he's hiding out because he doesn't want to get Epstein. Yeah,
1: exactly. He doesn't want to get Epstein.
2: And uh, Michael Douglas said the problem is that <laughs> Biden pissed off all the BRICS countries by weaponizing the dollar. It'll take a while, but it's
1: coming.
4: Oh, we've been weaponizing the dollar since the freaking 80s.
1: Well, once we realized we could print it forever. I Actually, that's not true. That we could print it for very long before something actually happened. Uh, and I don't think people understand if this BRICS currency comes out and the world actually adopts it, the quality of life of your average North American, especially United States citizen, is going to drop precipitously. You're not going to be able to go get a fucking turkey for Thanksgiving. You're going to have to go find one and kill it. Because this is either not going to be money or we're going to be at war and the food's going there. Do we oh, lay no, down it's going to be worse.
4: It's going to be worse than that. I mean, if you looked at the statistics of wildlife before the Great Depression and afterwards, we may not have wildlife left. I have yeah. wildlife I, but I also. The country as a whole may not have much
1: wildlife left. Yeah. After an incident like that. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm glad I got apple trees and blueberry bushes and raspberry bushes and uh, grapevines. And you know what I mean? I can compost my own stuff. I have a fucking forge in my backyard.
2: So. Shit uh, hits the
1: fan, I'll make my own hunting weapons.
2: (laughs) One of those famous uh, Democrat congresswomen. From California, Barbara Lee. I know we've talked about her on the show before.
3: Name
1: sounds familiar.
2: She came out and said that uh, President Biden's administration doesn't deserve any blame for the chaotic withdrawal of U.S. forces from Afghanistan. She said this was all planned (laughs) under Donald Trump. It was
4: planned under Donald Trump, but here's the problem. And Joe Biden, Biden said, let's do it early. Yeah, he said, let's do it early he didn't take into consideration a lot of stuff, like the proper handover. I mean, everyone in here has been in the military. We know what a proper handover is. When turnover you're is what over, we would call it. Yeah, turnover. Uh-huh. Proper turnover of responsibilities to those that are taking your spots. We left everything behind with no proper t-
1: turnover, handover, there whatever videos There were videos of these people using Black Hawk helicopters that we left behind to hang oh, yeah. homosexual people. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, they can't figure out how to fly it. It's like, well, they did. But you think they can't figure out how to fly a helicopter? Like they could can you couldn't least... it. Could you? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, can't you at least come by and carpet bomb the fucking airport? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. At least blow the crap up if you can't go in there and disable it first. But honestly, okay. Uh... But hold up, he expedited it to be on the twenty-year anniversary. It was september 11th 2021 that he got our last troops out but he left how many people behind oh a lot hey there's still people stuck there
4: yeah and there's people that we worked for that we said hey we're going to take you with us when we leave that we left behind i mean that's that's oh we got
2: one one interpreter out and he got killed as a lift driver in dc he was shot
1: that sucks Oh geez, I wonder if that had anything to do with him knowing stuff.
2: <laughs> no, I think he's just in the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: after all, this is DC. What's this, uh, King Charles the Third thing?
2: I'm bringing it up.
4: Did he speak at a World Economic Forum again?
2: No, uh, Biden had to be let off by the king.
1: Oh god how how old is King jo- King uh how old is the king? He's younger than Biden.
3: What are you doing,
1: man? I, I keep wanting you're... to say King uh, George the Third, but I'm like, it's not. No, that's no, that's not the right guy. <laughs> 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 that was like 247 years ago or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, let's try this again. I got really the uh, ad, so you got through the ad. Yeah.
1: What do we got? For anyone who's not, uh, who, anyone who's just listening, a very, very old man. Who's leading is about, another old man. <laughs> like, oh, like he's a toddler.
2: I, I pooped my pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? Yeah, but like, it, right there, at the end there, it looked like the king was put, like putting his hand on his lower back like he's leading him in a dance. Yeah. Like on the small of his back. <laughs> I really, uh. Right. I I just want to. This is separate from everything else. It's just this. I saw this a while ago and it really pissed me off because it was clearly designed just to piss me off. Um.
2: Yep. You to take sharing back.
1: I, I just did. All right. Uh. I'm not going to play the video, just the audio. Uh. But this is designed to piss me off, just like the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence.
2: Yeah. It's is designed just, Catholic.
1: just to piss off Catholics. And. Yeah. I don't know. I, I oh, I'm the only Catholic here today, huh? Just uh, because he's
2: watching Facebook on Facebook Live.
1: Uh, I'm gonna get a commercial. They've got a bazillion oh, oh, comments
2: popping up on Facebook Our Live
0: today. In the words of the Sparkle Creed, I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the eighth quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love. So, beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief.
2: Amen. Well, one thing that everybody that's watching on Facebook Live got out of it is, Jesus had two dads?
1: Well, God and Joseph, right? Okay. Mm hmm. Hey. Oh, are what, you guys. This, just... this is clearly ripped off from the Apostles' Creed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my declaration of faith. Any Catholic who heard this should be insanely insulted by this, especially because they even brought up the rainbow thing. That's not what the rainbow is. They're not. It's not. hmm. I brought the rainbow up before about this. The rainbow is a sign from God that he'll never flood the earth again. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they went and hijacked that and made it their crap. And for whatever reason, the Christians don't want to take it back. I am not allowing the Apostles' Creed to be turned into the Sparkle Creed. Oh, that's what they call it. (laughs) The the Sparkle sparkle Creed. It's like South Park. Does it sparkle?
4: (laughs) Oh, I'm going to start listing off a series of sins. Let's see if... uh... Let's see if uh, the... And mind you, these aren't the Christian sins. But let's just see how many sins that this actually breaks. Um, Stupidity.
2: That's a sin.
4: Pretentiousness. Solipsism. Self-deceit. Herd conformity. Lack of perspective. Forgetfulness of path orthodoxies. Counterproductive pride. And lack of aesthetics. Honestly, every single one of these people... I guarantee you there's one person in there that's like, I'm a Satanist. You've broken every satanic sin there possibly can be, as well as you've broken every Christian sin there possibly can be. How the hell could you piss off everyone simultaneously? they well,
2: no the way.
1: Oh well, my God, these people are stupid. I just guess that depends what you consider a Christian sin. Are you talking about the seven deadly sins or the actual Ten Commandments? Uh, pick, pick your poison at that well, point. Murder is one of the Ten Commandments. <clears throat> yeah. But false witness is, these people clearly don't respect their parents. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? My mind you I do not speak for any any church. I don't speak for any church. I'm just making a passive observation.
1: And uh I I know this is a little controversial with most Christians, especially your Catholics, but I don't think the seven deadly sins are actually sins in themse- in and of themselves. Uh, I believe they are um, pathways that you need to avoid because it leads to great sin that will damn your soul. Uh, if you're not well, if you're proud, you're going to keep pushing, pushing, pushing to be better and better and better. Yeah. If you're greedy, you're going to take more than you deserve and leave those with less than they deserve. Oh yeah. And but you you can still want things and be greedy and become wealthy probably but it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a wealthy man to uh, enter Get the into, gates of heaven uh,
4: yes um, if you look at most uh, Chris—not uh, Christian, but religious rules in general Judaism, mu- uh, Muslim, Christian uh, Abrahamic faiths in general as well as certain other uh, faiths out there most of these um, rules were set up how to have a cohesive tribal culture the church
2: how to survive. was created to control the masses Is what El Guapo says
1: uh, You know El we Guapo's got a point Created yes It has evolved so much since then But it's still This church here doing this garbage Is controlling the masses
4: Yeah uh, uh, This church uh, uh, It's a cult it,
1: They invoke the name of Jesus Christ That I'm that, sorry, makes that, them, that is taking the Lord's name in vain when it, make,
4: it, it makes. It, I mean, even culturally Christian, it turns them into uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the devil, apostates.
3: Oh, at the oh, very least. Go. At the yeah. very least.
4: Um, and I know that. Uh, forgive me. I'm not familiar with the Catholic version of the devil. I know that it has a different connotation under
1: the Catholic faith that it does most Christians. So, well, the, the the quote devil is uh god's favorite son fallen because okay. he tried to overthrow god in heaven and there's a lot of controversy as to what actually happened in terms of interpretation because there's one interpretation that he was cast into hell forever as a punishment in a cage there's another interpretation that uh, god trusted lucifer uh, yeah lucifer the most to control the damn souls uh, and stop them from coming back to the Earth and maybe even rehabilitate them. So yeah. there's a... Depending on which scholar you listen to... <laughs> um, uh,
0: but I'm either learning. way, it's
1: supposed to be the source of evil. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's either, either a, a rehab guy or the source of evil in the world. And because... I in, mean, depending of, on
4: what you read, uh, you could listen to, like, Catholics or read Paradise Lost and well, get a completely different thing from it. And
1: that's the thing, too, is it's all the people that believe that he was there because he was trusted by God also believe that he didn't see it that way and thought he was being punished. And that's why he tempted uh, Eve with the apple, <laughs> which I know it's not, it's not actually apple, it's fruit.
4: Oh, wasn't that taken uh, from... Mind. Um, I, I'm not the I'm not the expert on uh, comparative religions that is the person sitting in the next room playing World
1: of Warcraft so have a on sometime um, so I, I, you
2: heard about the Georgia Democrat that switched parties because her party wouldn't support her in school choice legislation in Georgia
4: yeah I heard about that um,
1: yeah you better you're from the Georgia <laughs> i i heard about it that's about it you heard about it on tim pool didn't you yes (laughs) i did too and i looked it right up i was like really well we've we've covered a handful of these the democrats just had enough and they're like and she's actually an elected position and she's like you know what i'm not allowed to have an original thought if i don't walk in lockstep with you i'm all sudden i'm far right right. she's like you know what i may as well go be a republican at least i can talk to them yeah
2: and she said she's still going to keep supporting both sides. She's going to work with both sides of the aisle, but she, she wants to work before. what's best for her constituents. And that's oh my what goodness. they're supposed an to do. An actual servant? Yeah.
4: Yeah, an actual public servant that takes their out there seriously.
1: Oh my goodness! Now, can you imagine if these, some of these politicians and this person actually might have actually done this right, but most of these politicians can you imagine if they were on a Navy ship that had been struck with a missile do you think they would run down into the flooding space on fire to patch the ship, knowing that someone's going to close that scuttle behind them and let them drown? No. Yeah,
4: nope. no, these wouldn't. people are not going to run into that situation.
1: But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, you got to go put this fire out and uh, stop the flooding. Just so hoping you get it done before uh, we have to close the scuttle, because the ship's going to sink.
4: Right? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you were on the Vincent with me. You remember Master Chief Burnham? He would talk about stuff like that all the time.
1: Yeah, but you had to understand that was a real possibility. Oh, yeah. And he
4: would remind you every time there was a fire drill.
1: Oh, dude, I. First of all, you know uh, Brian was on the Carl Vincent too, right? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, he was before us, wasn't he? Way a couple years. Us.
3: Okay. <laughs> were 10, you still, 12.
1: Uh, yeah. Quay, were, you, were you still on? Were you still in slash on mm-hmm. when uh, they dumped Bin Laden? No. Okay. Well, the Carl Vinson is the ship that dumped Bin Laden's oh, body, I, body into the ocean. I, uh, yeah,
4: I remember that. I was kind of proud. You know. proud.
1: I was kind of proud. No I, pictures uh, to prove it, though. I I know as well as like or it didn't happen because well, apparently a burial at sea for the Muslims is like insanely a offensive. Huge insult.
4: Yeah, because yeah. uh, the family, I believe there are certain rights the family has to reclaim as much of the body as possible in order yeah. to be buried in the proper um, uh, proper way.
1: And the Navy's like, I don't give a fuck what your customs are. This dude's a douchebag and this is our custom. This is how we do it. <laughs> right? I think it
4: happened a very... Uh, we're all Navy, so I don't think the Navy had that FU mentality. We were just like, well, we got him back. What now? Throw him overboard.
1: Hey, okay. It's going to start stinking. What are we going to do with this body, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get and, rid of it.
2: And here's another thing we predicted would happen eventually when uh, people were allowed to marry whatever they wanted to marry. This Mexican mayor has married a reptile in a wedding dress.
1: Now, hold oh my on. Because they love hold each on. other. Is it Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> no. Okay, because he's a lizard person that lives in Middle <laughs> Earth. You know that, right? <laughs>
4: All right. Along with Sarah Palin, we,
1: if we're going to go with the hollow earth, we cannot forget the Palin. Uh, yeah, he made, he married like a crocodile thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh.
2: Oh, my God. A <laughs> uh, caiman. He married a seven-year-old caiman.
1: A crocodile, not yeah. even an alligator. Right. Crocodiles are ornery because they're medulla oblongata.
2: And the creature was wearing a white broad over us.
1: My mama told me alligators are ornery because they have all those teeth and no toothbrush. As we get through the topics, the,
2: They had the caiman's mouth tied shut so she couldn't bite.
1: Yeah, it's some weird like cultural thing yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Super uh, weird. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. And it sucks because we just got through the topics and now I'm ready to hear... Our, our Roman history lesson. Yeah, as that's why Claire goes to take a giant dump.
2: <laughs> oh, is that what she's doing? I don't know. but... <laughs> well, you, I... can do, you do your rabbit hole then.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, it's possible. Like I said, that they were getting us ready for this conflict, uh, and then telling us there's going to be no no one's going to have anything, so that when it did happen, we wouldn't be as surprised. And then the lockdowns, not only. Dispersed the uh, communities instead of centralizing them. Like it, people were more urban. Uh, it just seems like a whole bunch of stuff is set up to prepare for a war. Um, but we don't have weapons, unless of course my foil hat. Unless of course we went and quote accidentally told the world that we're out of ammunition. That's why they're getting cluster bombs to do go Sun Tzu and appear weak when you are strong. Well, that's military natural operating procedure. Yeah, I'm just saying uh, I think Sun Tzu is away, right-
4: uh, Well, hold up. I think we're allowed to give away up to like 10% of our overall munitions and I think we just passed that 10% point which is why Biden said well, we have nothing to give them except for the cluster bombs give them the cluster bombs. Um, and this is also an excuse to make more new
1: weapons. Mm-hmm. We're just getting rid of old stock, but I still believe that it, it, Exactly. I think it's exactly what we're getting rid of. Old stock that might not even work anymore properly, and it's yeah. really not ethical. Maybe I, I say, yeah, fuck, fuck ethical. Have you noticed how every war in the history of the world, the good guys have always won?
4: <laughs> I would nev- never, ever say
1: that, but... No, look back in history. The good guys have won every war. It's almost like the people that won the war got to write the history.
2: It's interesting how that works.
1: Well, Russia, I'm sure the Russians think that they're right because this is ancestral lands of theirs, right?
4: Yeah, dating back to the
1: Tsarist period of Russia. Yeah, Ukraine's been part of Russia for forever. It only broke off when Soviet Union fell in the 80s. We're saying give back native lands to the American natives. Mm -hmm. Give Ukraine back to Russia. And it's the same argument, but it offends people when you when you put it that way. Uh, But I think a lot of this Russia thing might be Russia. Ukraine thing is a giant distraction right now. While China mounts up because they work. You know, Russia and China are buddies. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I mean, they're both bricks. I think this is a giant distraction. Yes, Russia wants this warm water port back, but this is an opportunity for the United States to blow a shit ton of money and a shit ton of weapons in a war that they're not really involved in. And then China goes, yoink, uh, to Taiwan, and we're going, oh crap, we got nothing.
4: Except for uh, Australia and Japan
1: and South Korea. What well, do you think they're actually going to get involved? Oh Japan would for sure why would Japan give a shit because they're worried about being taken over by China
4: yeah they're they don't like China even any more than we do no uh,
1: actually and we went ahead and gave them the green light to go ahead and build the military yep I brought that up on yeah Saturday. yeah yeah because like again they were not allowed to have military since World War II. only a defensive force like a National yeah. guard basically <laughs> uh, and
4: we and now they're gave, building warships uh, and
1: bombs. <laughs>
4: We're they're building warships, bombs, missiles that can strike in, uh, at the in the heart of China, as well as uh, we, we're giving Australia the technological capabilities yeah. as well as the know-how to build subs.
1: That makes me nervous because our submarine technology is kind of insane. Uh huh. Um. By that though, are we also giving them our uh, potable water secrets? Then, I think so. That'd be the first country we've ever shown that to, right?
4: Yeah, I, I think so. But they're buying old American
1: subs. Oh, like, well, then we have to show them how it works, obviously. Yep. Uh, for anyone cu- who's curious what I meant by potable water, uh, I think most people pronounce it potable, but maybe always said potable, right? Yeah. Yep. But It, it means drinkable water. It's safe to drink. Uh, we make our own. Nice- right the United States Navy makes their own. They do not need to get replenished. I know it sounds like, oh, it's so easy. It's not as easy as you think to desalinate on a ship. <laughs>
2: okay? Well, you got to have the proper amount of jet fuel mixed into the water.
1: No, and- exactly. It's, and then the salt just pulls right out, and you light it on fire to burn off the fuel, and you have good, clean water.
4: Well, just think about this for a sec. If you could, if you could replicate this, if you gave this technology to Australia, which is mostly desert, and they could replicate it and in- Put it up in massive scale,
1: and you'd water- water- in all around them. To- oh yeah, jeez Louise, they could terraform Australia, but you'd destroy a lot of the wildlife.
4: Yeah, but in the south, I don't think they have very much wildlife worth well, seeing, I mean, like the weird random cactus that only oh. exists
1: there, <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I mean?
4: Yes, but I mean it would be nice not to have to live on veteran difficulty.
1: Whenever you step outside, yeah, and you could even uh. Even just have like irrigation trucks, leave enough of the desert where no one lives to let these things still exist but make it habitable and part of it yeah uh, but it... no but it's so it's so simple the way the navy does it. it it really really is and once it was explained to me how it works because i had to do a repair once that's the only reason why i was told how it worked need to know right mm-hmm. top secret and i was like are you are you kidding me i was like this is so simple it's stupid like yeah, now shut your mouth or you'll go to jail. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll 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 do my re- my weld repair. <laughs> but yeah, the Navy, uh, United States Navy, can go indefinitely without needing water refills, assuming the system works properly, and they they can hand process their own sewage too. Yeah. All right. So I just went on a random rant about how I think that they're they've been prepping us for war for a long time. And I now we're gonna
0: pressed.
1: cross the Rubicon. Yes, and <laughs> I, to cross the Rubicon. Yeah, as, as we were getting ready to talk to you about this, you're like, I have gotta go take a giant steamer. No,
4: I was checking on uh, the the comparative religion person to make sure that I, I did not uh, mess any up any of the details up. So all right, um, I like to be ac- as accurate as much as possible.
1: We try. Uh, you know, we, we, we drink the booze, though, when we do the show. So, <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, but yeah, so where would you guys so want what to start is, on what, this topic? What is... What I've heard this term so many times. Okay, I know what it means. But what is crossing the Rubicon? We keep hearing this over and over again politically. What does it mean, and why does it mean that?
4: Uh, colloquially, it means the point of no return. But Ooh, if you're well looking put. for... If you're looking for the historical context of it, it was Rome was suffering from a lot of infighting, both politically and civil as conflict. well as civil conflict. And Caesar pretty much came in and just conquered everything very in a very
1: short period of time by crossing the river that was the Rubicon at the point. And they, actually it was against law for any of these commanders to bring their armies across, past that point, right? Not, they weren't allowed in Rome proper, correct?
4: Uh, there were guard. I think it was. Uh, there were guards that were allowed into Rome, but no, uh, none of the legions
1: were allowed. Oh, okay, that's what I meant. That, oh, yeah, okay, legion. What What was his official title? Uh, was he a legionnaire? Was he a general? Was he a uh, senator? I don't know. <laughs> that is
4: very difficult to say for me. I do not know the exact rank, but. How okay. the structure of Rome worked was he ran a giant
1: it, army that he yeah including. He, he
4: ran a giant army pretty much he Rome he ran one of the legions I forget which one honestly I was doing more research on the weapons tech um, oh well, what can we get into
1: that I'm just the crossing of oh, yeah. Rubicon is a, a big part of this entire conversation right
4: yes um, apparently it's uh, the tribunal uh, Del Guapo said something about the tribunal. Um but uh, what he did was he came in and pretty much conquered Rome and stilled himself as an emperor, and he was using um uh, ties that he had built up in the Senate because uh, I believe if you ran a legion you actually had to be collected at the time um to that elected. position, yes, by the senate oh, or approved yeah
1: Bro, that was actually within their their within their government. military,
4: yes. Oh, uh, you okay. actually had to be appointed, and if you were in charge of the entire military at the time, you were given one year. And if you wanted to continue your political career during that year period, you would be doing as much conquering as possible. Uh, yes. And um, well, didn't just Caesar to build yourself... like half
1: the world, huh? Didn't Caesar conquer like half the world? Oh no, maybe that's Alexander the Great. I'm thinking. of Yeah,
4: Alexander the Great is who I was thinking of. Oh, Caesar yeah. conquered. Gaul. Uh, He had some very successful campaigns in
1: Gallia, or Gaul, which would be, uh, I believe it's southern France. Okay, yeah, but he works all the way across mainland Italy up through all that. Yeah, okay.
4: But the interesting point was Caesar was very much a populace. So when they're actually trying to bring this stuff in now. there was a long history of populists rising up, and up to the point of uh, this. So, when you're looking at the, when you're looking at the time period in which Caesar, or if you're talking about crossing the Rubicon as a dictator taking power, uh, Trump would be the first stepping stone into heading that way because of the populist but honestly it didn't come from Caesar was not from what we would colloquially call the right he was much more of a, the, the traditionalists, which would be much more considered right back then were against Caesar Caesar okay. wanted massive changes in the government and he thought the only way he could actually achieve that
1: is by taking the government over himself like Obama yeah Obama tried to unilaterally. He even said, I'm not allowed to do this, but then he went and did it anyway, just like uh, Biden did.
4: Yeah, but Obama being a populist too, it's uh, traditionally when you get populists, they they start out stupid, and then they get meaner, and then they get meaner and smarter, and then eventually they take power. All right. Uh, It's how you lead up to a dictator when you have a long line of... uh, of uh, I, I'm not even going to say populist at this point in time, but you have a long line of grassroots. Uh, well, grassroots unhappiness and stuff like that is you. You can see a trend in the way that people elect, and okay. it's usually they they elect bullies, and then they they elect feckless bullies, then effective bullies, and then actual you start getting into darker, <laughs> darker and darker places uh, to the point where you get somebody like Caesar who just comes in and says, it's
1: mine now. All right. All right. Well, now I was not explaining. But, but, like I said, I've been asking you this for a while about I think that we're crossing this Rubicon. We're, we're losing our nation. It seems like we're turning into an empire, and I'm saying that because um, if we go to war... Over something, let's just say, for example, China does invade Taiwan while this Ukraine things happening, or or Russia drops nuclear artillery on the battlefield. There's a good. Actually, you know what? If if Russia nuked Kiev, I don't think NATO would do a damn thing.
4: At this point, no, I don't. Uh, it would be uh, such but, a slap in the face. But at the same point, is Russia's terrified to death because culturally, here's. Uh, Russia is very about bluster. They're the, the loud, they're a loud, boisterous enemy. It's kind of like North Korea. They're very loud, but at the same point is that's all they have. Is they hope that you'll back down from a fight. America, uh, NATO, these countries are very quiet, very soft. Is uh, we're a conductor, and the best way I've heard of it is uh, we're our leaders are a conductor of a symphony of destruction.
1: I was just gonna say because we are doing really good at pushing borders. Slowly, yes. Instead of instead of taking over a chunk of land all at once, when you when <laughs> America snaps, we took
4: back in the nineties the world's fifth largest army and a country that uh, people said could not be invaded. We dismantled them piece by piece. Which one's this? Uh, Iraq.
1: Huh. If,
4: if I people... know,
1: oh, is it in a weird place. That's for sure. I,
4: yeah but iraq was uh how do i put this one it it was still operating off of the best soviet technology at the time yes yes and And yeah
1: exactly and he's like no fuck you guys
4: right worst part is is putin still relying on that tech i honestly have you have you ever uh have you guys ever um seen some of the stuff uh, that came out against the the Russia's ability to detect our so called stealth aircrafts, it's absolutely hilarious yeah. if you read some of the reports that have been declassified. It is their their technology for detecting our stealth aircrafts runs at such a low frequency that they know something's there. So they are it's already gone it. by the time they a, get a look. <laughs> oh no, it's even worse. It's so low powered that they can't lock onto it with any of their weapons. So they'll know something's out there that is stealth but they can't do a damn thing about it.
1: That's when you have to go get your telescope. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah I, to I see like... my eyeball. Like, um, so... It's funny, actually, I know... Uh, I if... can bring this up. The 22s, the F-22s? Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: for the Air Force. My wife is the reason why the Air Force canceled that contract. Uh, and she, she wrote the report. No oh, God. And... I know as a fact I can't share this, but we had this whole married privilege thing, which is kind of fun to to invoke every now and then. I I know why. <laughs> it's really cool, but like, I think they were they were like a hundred million dollars a jet or something like that, or a quarter billion or something stupid. Yeah, and then like after we got like fifteen of them, like yeah, no thanks, we're all set. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. The price goal... of boats not going down as they produce more and more.
4: Yeah. My favorite story, though, that involves F-22s was I ran. Um, it was using Phantoms at the time, and they're coming up on, I think it's a drone or something that was U.S. militaries.
1: Yeah, and the 22 is behind them. They don't know it. <laughs>
4: yeah, the 22 flew up underneath them, saw what they were carrying, flew then Went behind them and got onto their radio frequency and said, I think it's time you guys should go home
1: Yeah right. he's like, Oh crap right
4: I mean that is a scary bird. I
1: had where did you come from?
4: Yeah. <laughs> that is a scary bird like seriously that thing is nightmarishly badass and (laughs) and the worst part is is we've got the f-35 which could do just about
1: everything else that this thing can do and they're capable of vertical takeoff oh yeah that's insane yeah okay i think i'm allowed to say this we had a real issue with them for a while because they were melting the non skid off the flight decks.
4: <laughs>
1: Does not surprise me. I yeah, mean, that the Harrier, makes
4: perfect sense. Well, the Harrier, if you know the technology behind the Harrier, it literally can cook its own engines out. So, its yeah. hover mode is very, very limited. We're talking I- about like yeah. the,
1: the idea is to take off and go yeah. from, from a small ship, like a cruiser, instead of a carrier.
4: Yeah, so I mean, even landing—if you're trying to land in rough seas, you're—you you're, might your time. you you're, might wreck the engines. Yeah, you might cook yourself. I mean, seriously, it's a messed up freaking fighter. Uh, uh, all right, but, so let's
1: let's go back to where where we're going with the Rome.
4: Okay. Uh, uh I would say though, especially when it comes to crossing the Rubicon, the signing of, the the signals that we're heading towards an empire period of our history, I would say that there is actually a good likelihood that we're on our way to that. If you look historically at Rome's uh, wealth, it was always concentrated, well, the Roman wealth, uh, and not not just the, Holy the city, Catholic the nation, the nation as a whole. It's uh, when Rome started to become an empire, you saw a heavier consolidation of its own wealth to the capital. And we're actually going through that right now where we have the seven richest counties in America are all surrounded from Washington, DC. And this isn't a right or left issue this is money follows power which is why i'm up there Uh, i i i completely agree with a lot of my friends on the left when i say we should get the money out
1: of politics you can't though someone has to fund someone to be able to campaign like how am i well how am i possibly going to get my message out to someone in new mexico as uh, a blacksmith in my backyard that I want to run for president, and I think I can do a better job than Joe Biden.
4: You could take private donations, but I'm talking about major lobbying. Oh,
1: lobbying. I was to say, like, I need donations. I can't do this on my own.
4: Well, super PACs, lobbying, stuff like this needs to be completely abolished. Super PACs especially, because they're allowed to give an unlimited amount of money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these are things... I mean, as well as uh, our infrastructure in this country is a problem, and Rome fell under the weight of its own infrastructure. It was if completely may, actually, ignored. But didn't
2: President Biden fix that with the Build Back oh, Better plan?
1: No, he didn't. We no, all know inf- that that was just a... The infrastructure freaking- thing is a great point. Now, check this out. Rome invented the road, right? Yes. The United States... Uh, and the, the the federal highway system was the first time anything like that had ever been done on the entire planet.
2: Yeah, Dwight since D. Eisenhower. Rome.
1: Well, since Rome, right? That
2: was the, that was built to get military vehicles around quickly. Oh,
1: why did Rome do it?
2: To get their military, get their around. legions
4: around very quickly.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at this! Look at the parallels we can draw so easily. Right? Oh, it gets even and worse. Eisenhower than... was a war general. Oh. But the thing I, is, the roads worked for everyone else. Everyone else got to use the roads, too. And it mm-hmm. was beneficial for everyone.
4: It, it, all roads led to Rome. I mean, literally. That's not that true. Was...
1: That's not true. They leave from Rome. <laughs> because Rome went to go conquer someone. They built the road to do it.
2: Right? They yeah. built <laughs> the roads to go back to Rome. So, then they lead to and from Rome?
1: No, I'm just saying the idea is Rome was always leaving to go kill people. That's why they, they built roads was to go kill people. They leave well, from they Rome. Were...
4: Very interesting empire, because their uh, their most iconic weapon. Alright, let, let's just think. When you think of Roman weaponry, what do you think of?
1: Uh, the gladius.
4: That wasn't even their design.
1: I know. I I no, no. They stole all of them, as they conquered, like, this is a really... Yeah. This is nasty! <laughs> this
4: yeah, is well, they had heavy... They were really known for their heavy infantry at the time. And oh, these oh, mercenaries I... eviscerated a unit... No... They eviscerated one of their units in the army. I forget if it how much how many people actually died, but the Romans were just like, "This is nasty. We have to build it ourselves from now on because okay, so they, we need
1: this they, weapon too." Yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, no. And uh, as Rome developed, though, to uh, cavalry nation because well, after the Mongols, they kind of got. Oh, I you had the they had to,
1: were the Huns. Like, like hold up. on! they were on horseback. This is nuts. <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, there was periods of time when just like the. The cities would surrender even before the armies got there.
1: Didn't have to. Yeah, like, don't even fight us, dude. It's like we we you're you're on a horse going thirty miles an hour with a curved sword that's just gonna cut my yeah. head off as you ride by, right?
4: And I yeah, and I was wrong. <laughs> I believe it was actually the Huns that came out of the steppes, but culturally, it's very similar to Mongols. So
1: yes, that's Attila.
4: Attila the Hun. Yep,
1: big deal back then.
4: Oh
2: yeah. Uh, that's where you got uh, our Mongolian barbecue from.
0: Damn you, Mongolians! <laughs> uh,
4: but you know what? Don't Who else? Ser- I- <laughs> I, seriously, though, Mongolia was the capital of sex, drugs, and rock and roll to the point where one man
1: completely altered the world's genetics. I know. I know, right? Eh, yeah. that, that's insane. <laughs> uh, Brian. Are you aware that you share DNA with Attila the Hun?
2: I think we talked about this before. That's insane!
1: (laughs) He had literally... Does Elizabeth Warren have Attila the Hun uh, DNA? She's probably the only one who doesn't. (laughs) Oh, by the way... uh, Speaking of Elizabeth Warren, I want to hit on that for a second. The tribe she claimed to be a part of... Is the tribe demanding Ben and Jerry's land back? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> oh, Guapo, yes, yes. Ben and Jerry's yes. ain't giving <laughs> it up, are they? <laughs> no, they have been radio silent since they got hauled out by the. Uh... The thing is, the, guy, the funny thing is, the guy, the leader of the that, that, that subsect of the tribe, the Abenaki, I've heard it called Aberquai or something weird. That's not what it is, it's Abenaki. Goes from northern Massachusetts all the way up to Nova Scotia. And it was a group of tribes that would uh, that bonded together for uh, common defense, basically. Yeah, uh, but the, the the guy in charge of that sect up there that was there, his name was like John Smith or something stupid. I was like, oh man, you couldn't have a, co- a cool name like a like a weeping feather or something. <laughs> yes, that was intentionally racist. Come on. <laughs> It
4: wasn't 1970s Greenpeace commercial racist, but it was yeah, just
3: the, the
1: teardrop coming down when a, a candy wrapper. By falls the away.
4: way, El Guapo called us out. We were conflating Hotilla the Hun with Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan was the one that had thousands of children.
1: Okay, okay, you you are correct. Genghis, but okay, we Genghis, Genghis, Genghis Khan, Khan had had like one of the most effective ways to take over a
4: country. It was hey, look. Uh, you want you don't want me to kill you fine you marry one of my daughters after you divorce all your other wives
1: yeah all your other wives exactly
4: okay now you work for me go take that village but daddy's yeah. going to die and you are about to inherit a country <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep uh, that yeah, is... and he had thousands of to say thousand he had hundreds of wives i believe right oh yeah like he, he would have like 9 or 10 women pregnant at a time his entire life that wasn't that's just nuts and i mean yeah. that's a lot of nuts right <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's like, oh uh, god but um
4: yeah the funniest part is though is rome actually took that style of combat uh the horse the mass horse infantry towards the later on in their uh history so they, they adopted the scimitar for a while didn't they I think that may have been the Byzantians, but I'm not sure.
1: But uh, that's tomato,
4: tomato at that point.
1: It's funny you say Byzantium because I've always heard uh, Byzantine. Tomato, tomato. Exactly right. Yeah. But
2: vice president
1: (laughs) Quayle. Well, (laughs) wow, that was a long time ago. We we misspelled the tomato. Uh, (laughs) Um. Well, but originally, when the Romans originally went out, didn't they do like the weird shield shield wall thing? And they had their spears uh, that they would stab through the shield wall.
4: Yeah, but that was all because Greek did that first, and these people were very
1: much culturally Greek. For it was, it's just a
4: continuation. I well, same the Greeks, difference.
1: The Greeks really spread out for a long time, and that whole city-state thing worked well for them in terms of almost. That's where the United States idea came from. Was the uh, city-states of Greece, right? Yes. Uh, See, so i get more still, parallels.
4: <laughs> uh, but, okay, the United States also based itself on Freemasonic you know, principles, uh, which had their roots in Christianity.
1: Eh, that's not 100% true. Eh. It has its roots in religion. Okay. To be a Mason, you don't have to be Christian. You just have to believe in a higher power these people, though, were Christian, which is... Most of them, yes, but I'm saying a Muslim can be a Mason, a Jew can be a Mason, a Buddhist oh, yeah. can be uh, a Mason, even though they don't believe in a God.
4: Okay.
1: But, you yeah, but, know, uh,
4: completely lost my tra- train of thought. Uh, Sorry. No, you're fine, man. You're fine. But, Masons. Yeah, oh. It, I was using that to I completely lost my train of thought. My meds are kicking in. Jeez, evening meds.
1: I want some of those.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: you just gotta get, break out your spoon.
1: I'm, I'm, I think I'm out. But, um, uh, no, I brought up the shield wall from the Greek. Yes, yes. It was this culturally. Um, yeah. History doesn't repeat, but it rhymes.
4: Yes, it does. It very much does rhyme. And if we're talking about this,
1: uh, back to the... Infrastructure because we went down the rabbit hole after that. That's the, that's why we're doing this Tuesday episode. That Because Brian won't be here Saturday. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about uh, the infrastructure, the
4: collapse of the infrastructure and where you culturally get things. Oh, I mean like all the potholes everywhere. Yeah, we're <laughs> talking about like just serious collapse of infrastructure. And it's going to happen oh, but, rather but quickly. A geek in charge.
1: You... Jesus. You're like oh crap! It's right there in front of yeah. me.
4: <laughs> but it took years for uh, it took years to get information from one side of the Roman Empire to the other.
1: Yes, which is well. Actually, that's why that's why I think this is happening much faster because we have light yeah, our speed rate of
4: information is increased to the point it's light
1: where speed. I yes. I mean, where how far? Where are you? Uh, Georgia. You're in, I'm in Massachusetts. Brian's in Virginia. And we're having... A, like, we're in the same room with each other. Like, we're communicating at light speed. That, that's yeah. nuts, isn't it? Yes. It, Versus the Pony Express. The Pony Express was a big deal when they did that in the United States, right? Yeah, Wells Fargo. Yeah. Po- no, Wells Pony Express was the uh, United States government. Wells Fargo was a bank. That, w- that used to be... Uh, Actually, Masons, uh, the Knights Templar, (laughs) were were, uh, evolved into Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo actually made shotguns, too,
4: and if you can get your hands on a Wells Fargo shotgun, you have your hands on a very, very high-value collector's item.
1: Are you sure it's called a shotgun, or is it a coach gun? It was a coach gun,
4: but a coach gun is a shotgun.
1: Effectively, yes, but it's not the same thing. And you're the weapons expert here. A coach gun is always
4: a shotgun. It's just a type of shotgun.
1: It, okay, okay, you're right. It's a very short barrel short shotgun. <laughs>
4: um, yeah. You so, fire
1: a trash can lid. It's out. like
4: it's like saying a deer rifle still. Uh, it, it's still a rifle. It's like a battle rifle. Still a rifle. AR. Still a rifle.
1: And you know what? I'm getting fed up with people telling me AR is a weapons of war.
4: I. Technically, ask, so is a bow and arrow.
1: Okay, I, 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 get that, but I'm just saying. Ask any freaking active duty or veteran Marine if they would be comfortable carrying an AR-15 into combat.
4: Depends on how good of a shot they are.
1: You want automa- You want to have the three round burst and the automatic fire. in yes. some situations, right?
4: Typically in combat we don't use a lot of uh automatic auto. or burst uh, or auto or burst fire because um it's a considered a waste of ammo among the Marines.
1: I understand what you mean, but when you When you're are... doing
4: suppressing fire to uh to keep enemies' heads down, yeah, you'll use full auto. But for or most even
1: their three round birds, you go bap 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 yeah. bap, you know? Uh or or if you're uh being overrun. Yes. I just
4: up. I don't like the okay, the idea of the three round bursts is you take anybody off the streets that doesn't know what they're doing. you hand them this rifle. The three round burst puts more lead down 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 the range. So statistically, you are increasing the odds of them hitting the broadside of a barn, so to speak.
1: Well, the thing is the three round burst <laughs> it's gonna be basically three shots that are within inches of each other but upward, right? Depending. I'm saying the recoil.
4: Yeah, the recoil is fire. The recoil. It depends on how you control the impulse, but yes, there's an AK out there that fires rounds so rapidly that the recoil impulse is just straight back instead of uh, pulling up. Okay. Well, Uh, it, it, like I said, technically you are correct, but it depends on the
1: gun. It's funny because I got a Marine buddy, and you know, obviously he and I rip each other apart all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Navy and Marines, right? And you know, you know I'll make a joke. Like, you know, you were in the Navy, right? He's like, Yeah, I was the men's department. And I was like, oh, That's a good one, dude. <laughs>
4: it's uh, my ass rides in Navy equipment,
1: sir.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's funny. We we were having a beer one time, and we both hit the can at the head at the same time. And, like, I finish pissing, and I go to walk out, and he stops and washes his hands, and he's like the Marines taught me to wash my hands after I pissed. And I was like, the Navy not- taught me not to piss on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's just a joke, but uh, he, he even said that uh, when he uh, heard the United States Navy aircraft showing up, it was the greatest sound he ever heard his entire life. Because they called, no, they were, they were just, they were being overrun and uh, they called in for help. And then, uh, I think it was the Carl Vincent actually. And I don't think any of us were on it when this happened. Was the ship nearby. It's like, yeah, we got a shit ton of jets. We're only like 100 miles away. Like, 100 miles? Like, yeah, it'll take us about four minutes to get there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> and like, so yeah. He's like, then we hear the jets coming. And then we hear it come over the radio. It's like... Point your laser. Point your laser. Got
2: to paint the target.
1: Well, exactly. It's like, "Who's our guys? Who's their guys?" Right? He's like, "Those guys are the bad guys."
4: Yeah. This is this is where you get into uh, loiter time, and why we have uh, certain certain planes that are designed to just fly circles around the battlefield.
1: Yeah just hanging on to weapons as long as there's no one else coming to take you down too right
4: yeah uh, one of the one of the grandfathers to the A-10 was called the uh, Dragonfly or she
1: uh, the A-10 that's a that's a heavy
4: oh yeah but the
1: <laughs>
4: there are some shit, there are some planes out there that I would take over an A-10 any day of the week um, Brian,
1: Brian's sleeping again
2: I am not oh. sleeping <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: but uh, I
4: think it's called the Dragonfly or... Either way uh, Either way, this plane was uh, they, they they took this plane during Vietnam And they were shoving cargo pilots in there And stuff like that And they had an actual better accuracy rating Than the uh, guys in the fighter jets Because they were just flying low and slow to the ground And their best defense Was the fact that they were flying so low Yeah, the, the, that the, the jets went right past them Yep, that the Vietnamese were actually leading these planes too much. So every time they tried to shoot at these jets, they, they would be so far ahead of these guys, they would just fly straight through the flak like nothing was wrong.
1: All right. Yeah, well, it'd be like if you were, let's just say, an F 35 trying to use the, the training that like, the pilot had, tried to take down a biplane. By the time he's even pulled the trigger, he's already passed it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but again, the, uh, back to the Rome thing. They adopt that. A big reason why they were so successful in the conquering was what you were talking about was that they would adopt the, the insane weapons. Not only insane weapons, that they encountered. But they would also adopt parts of the culture. Uh... It almost sounds like the United States.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, like the melting were... pot they were the melting pot of their era which is why
1: um if this is why at- I, this is why I keep asking you about this I was like dude I'm telling you we're going down this st-. I was like oh, it's, rhyming. it's rhyming it's rhyming it's <laughs> rhyming I I
4: completely agreed with you I just sometimes disagree with your timetable uh um, maybe
1: maybe but again with modern technology it's going to happen faster like let's apply moore's law uh Technology will either double in capacity or half in size every 18 months. How how many... Well, that's since been the computer revolution because we can make things smaller and smaller and smaller that do the same thing.
4: Yeah, and right now, the average person consumes... If you take uh, the average person in the classical era, which is what Rome was, and you consume more information today than the... Uh, they in- did their entire life. Yes, I forget how we measure information. I think it's like chunk or block or. Does
1: it? It doesn't matter. My my cell phone has more computing power than we used to land on the moon. Yes, and that, and that was only the, what fifty, uh, yeah, fifty years ago almost. If mm-hmm. we landed on the moon, if uh, we <laughs> was uh, landing moon landing right.
2: So they say. And
1: no, I totally believe we landed on the moon, and I'm not going to go down the conspiracy hole, but uh, they actually put a big mirror on the moon, uh, a conic, not conic, concave mirror. Yeah, so they could shoot laser beams at <clears throat> it. So you can shoot a laser beam at it and measure how long it takes to come back and measure the time it took. Like, you can actually do this to prove as a fact that we've landed on the moon.
2: We'll
3: look
1: have the re- Russians.
2: Huh? The Russians have been there, too.
1: They didn't put a mirror up there to prove that they had been there, though. (laughs) For real, though, we really did. Like, you can do this. Now, granted, you need a a high-powered laser and a machine that can do the calculations and and absorb the beam coming back. Yeah. I mean,
4: you need a specialty rig. Let's just leave it
1: at that. Yeah, but... I, I, you could build one on your own if you had a decent, if you had a really good computer and gee, you could buy a high powered I say high powered okay. well, I mean,
4: well when we're talking about you could build it on your own are we talking, you know, build it on your own with okay uh, what level of build it on, we're, uh, on our own are we talking uh, mechanic in garage with a wrench or are we talking Michio Kaku built a particle accelerator in his garage
1: mechanic in his garage you need a okay. high, you need a computer with decent power you can buy lasers online that are blue uh i don't know how much you guys know about the color spectrum but that means it has a lot of energy yes uh that the hotter something is the more blue it becomes than white but you can fire a fire that thing from uh it actually look like i have one right there they look like lightsabers uh, and you push a button, and it fires this laser out, and it literally disappears out into space. I use it to point at stars. Like, oh, yeah, okay. check out. Then I draw the yeah. constellation with it, right? Uh, and it's funny because people can see it from miles and miles and miles away because it's just this laser boing. But that is strong enough to hit this mirror and come back. The issue is the math, that's why I said high power computer. Or I'm sorry, a very good computers. You have to do the math to figure out where to shoot the laser. As well as you probably have to have a motorized base so you can actually aim properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to be able to aim, and then you also have to have your receptor set up at where you expect the beam to come back because it takes several seconds. Which means mm-hmm. the moon rotated, the Earth rotated, the Earth orbited, the moon orbited. Everything moved. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but, I you, can... but you, but you could do it with some calculations on your computer and a little bit of handiwork in your garage for less than a thousand bucks, and that's including buying the computer.
3: Hmm.
1: Now, granted, I I would love to do this, but I think I am not smart enough to do it. <laughs> I I my okay nope not I'm smart per- enough. I'm pretty bright and I can do a lot of stuff, but trying to figure out the angle I need to shoot a laser beam at to bounce it off of a freaking mirror on the moon and then catch it when it comes back—that just sounds like it's too complicated for me.
4: I can't even play pool correctly,
1: so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but but you don't you don't do that with a protractor. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Maybe that's
2: why you're so bad at pool. You need a
1: protractor. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe I should start bringing a protractor in. Right. You
0: everyone off if you with the protractor inside to measure
1: angle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've
2: been going for an hour and a half, so. All right. Well, right.
1: well, well do you have. Uh, help, tell me the rest of anything about Rome that you want to in terms of how we're lining up with the United States how it's lining up with the U.S, because I genuinely think that some there's a change coming, and I'm terrified it's going to be the quote, crossing of the Rubicon. Uh, we've, we've adopted so much of how <clears throat> we moved forward to, to include, well, their initial weapon technology came from the Greeks.
3: Yeah. Our
1: states came from the Greeks. Our quote, democracy came from the Greeks, and Rome also adopted that, didn't they? Uh,
4: Yeah, Rome was actually... Okay, Rome Greeks a used republic, a more... Though. Yeah, Greeks used more of a true democracy setup, and Rome, we adopted the Republic-ish, uh, republic thing from them.
1: Yeah, but the Romans adapted democracy into a republic because they realized that democracy is mob rule.
4: Yes, and honestly, that's... Okay, if you believe some... Historical, okay. The conspiracy theory, if you want to believe this one, is the reason, that, uh, the reason that the uh, reason that I think it was. It's not Aristotle. No, it's uh, okay. It's one of the Greek philosophers that was charged with corrupting the youth and given hemlock. I forget his name.
1: <laughs> Archimedes.
4: Forget, Archimedes. Thank you. Um,
1: he was also a uh, scientist.
4: Yes, but if you believe what. Some writers have insinuated was the fact that he was innocent, and it was simply the simply put, as he was voted on guilty because nobody liked him. Socrates, thank you very much. Yes. What do you say? He he corrected me. It's uh, Socrates. Oh, oh!
1: I said the same thing, didn't I? You said Archimedes. Archimedes, my mistake. Archimedes did the water displacement theory. Yes. Check this out. I was. But
4: if you're looking to. Okay, just let me finish my thought process, please. If you're looking for a period of history that um, really resembles America, I would say look up the splitting of the Roman empires between the. East um, and West?
1: East and West. So, and then I would also say. That was also after it became the Holy Roman Empire, wasn't it? That was after. uh, Was it Constantine, was it? I believe it was Constantine. That, that, uh, not, made it a, that made it Christian? Yeah, I'm
4: not good with names, uh, but look up the splitting of the, uh, the politics behind the splitting up of the Roman Empire.
1: Oh my God. The Byzantine no, it,
4: as well as the Holy Roman Empire. As opposed to an actual civil war. Yes, that's one era of Rome you do want to read up on, as well as the. I've heard you're this you're from d- a
1: lot of people lately, they are looking for a peaceful divorce you've heard this yes I have and there would be that your kind of what happened with the East and the West wasn't it
4: yes it very much was a peaceful divorce but it was still messy as hell um, as well as if you want to read another uh lead the entire
1: lead up to Julius Caesar crossing that Rubicon uh, and make sure if you're gonna read into any of this make sure you read up into the death of Caesar um... <laughs> No, it was. I, I, I hate to say it, but I think it was an honorable way to murder someone. As terrible as that sounds, It's like murder yeah, really uh, like is never really honorable. But like everyone, death. no, everyone had bloody hands. Yeah, okay. In
4: and that case, blood on I would everyone's say, hands. Yeah, but the, the problem was, is you didn't eliminate his line of succession. You did not eliminate the entire line of succession. Of succession. I understand,
1: but the, the the sheer fact that everyone stabbed him. Yeah. Okay. I can say that. There was no one could say I had nothing to do with that. Oh yeah. Uh, but and I, I, mean, I, I thought that was at least honor. Was like I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. In the but, modern
4: era, though, we would freaking find Caesar dead in a uh,
1: prison cell with a bed sheet around his neck. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what's funny is that they're not even bothering trying to assassinate Trump.
4: Oh, no. They're going to character assassinate him. They yes. do not want him to become a martyr.
1: Exactly, because they – I say they. I don't – I hate saying they. I really do. Like who, It's who the are establishment.
4: They? It would be the establishment. Yes.
1: Um, they don't like – the establishment doesn't like Trump because they can't control him. I mean, look at AOC. <clears throat> she just backed Biden and his presidential run.
4: Yeah, a guy that is infinitely more racist
1: than Trump. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, he was ready to fight Corn Pop with the chain after the kids were diddling him. After he had kids rubbing his legs.
2: Yeah, they were feeling his hairy legs.
1: Yeah, no wonder why Corn Pop (laughs) stepped up and said, "Hey, what the
2: fuck are you doing, dude?"
1: (laughs) Right. He's like, yeah. I will whoop your ass with this chain if you don't have those kids stop touching you.
4: <laughs> so Sorry, I mean, so- what did it like? He didn't want his grandkids to be like racially impure or some shit. Uh... Well, he finally
2: admitted the seventh grandchild.
1: Did he really?
2: Yes. Oh, good. For- Under yeah. peer
1: pressure. Good. No, he's got seven grandchildren. Okay, I understand. It's not. Oh, a now proud- I remember
4: the, the exact quote. Sorry, I have to say this. Joe Biden said he did not want his children growing up in a racial jungle.
1: Yep.
2: Is his exact jungle. quote. Yeah, that's why he moved to Delaware.
1: That was what, That was in the 80s, right? Yes. When he had to drop out of the presidential race for plagiarism.
2: Yeah, but... Now that's an acceptable was, tactic, so he doesn't have to drop out anymore.
4: Because, I mean, as, as much technology and information as we have access to now, we've gotten fucking stupid.
1: Oh, we've gotten good at fact checking, but I agree, hundred percent. Like, if this, what is like I said, either way, food's gonna be scarce coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know how to actually survive? Oh, I do. I'm just saying. In, I'm saying in general. Oh, in general, no. But I mean, within look. a month, if all of a sudden there was no food available at the supermarket except for every third day because of the the last number of your social security number how many people are going to be able to get by I
4: have no idea but at the same point is if you look at it most they've influenced so many people to run towards the cities with the model cities programs and stuff like that and consolidating jobs inside of cities that most people in this country just live in massive meat grinders
1: I think she's getting uh, she's about to hit the fan. Uh, I think a lot of people that have been voting a certain way are going to be very surprised oh. when th- when their sons and their daughters have to go to war. Okay, another thing that was
4: happening during Caesar's time period—I have to cover this one—is the beautiful ones. It's the fact that society becomes so good that you have the people mice. that, yes, the the mice, the ones
1: that are more obsessed with their looks than anything else I mean the the Instagram models uh, yes. the the people that just show you that just twerk for you when they make their paycheck mm-hmm. through uh, sh- OnlyFans Only fans. no you're right these people were just beautiful and all they did was brush their hair and, and by the way uh, I'm glad you knew what I was talking I think it was rats though not mice or maybe it was mice
4: Either way, it's uh, rats or mice in an enclosed environment where they have every want and need taken care of for them. No taking care of them.
1: Everything. Honestly,
4: but that was followed by a very rude period of, uh, how much is that meat? And if you understand that reference, you have a dark, morbid sense of humor. How much is that meat? Yes. Siege of Rome. They were under siege for such a long period of time that they held games in the uh, no in the Colosseum every day. And pe- when people were dropping dead inside the arena, you had people trying to buy the corpses of the, of the gladiators so they could eat.
1: That's disgusting. Yeah, I can't believe. Okay, I say I can't believe. I'm not allowed to look at history through a modern lens, right? that's just not fair
0: modern
4: lens are not if you look at history at all and you realize one thing that's consistent over
1: history is where
4: animal people
1: do anything to survive
0: But you didn't
1: buy the body of a human to survive you did that because you wanted to eat a person
4: yeah but I mean if look at the Donner party if it comes right down to it you can't afford food if you cannot afford food and your life is on the line like you're trying to
1: survive like the city no, I, was under siege I wasn't and they couldn't even, get any other food i wasn't even going to uh the cannibalism thing i was going to go to the gladiator thing yeah those people were human too well i was about to say i can't believe that we used to have gladiators and like it was a oh. thing the fight to the death and i was like but i mean what do you think boxing wrestling mma uh taekwondo jujitsu is and great they're not fighting to the death <clears throat>
4: Uh, my, common misconception was that it was constantly to the death. Yeah, not always. life was your life was very much on the line. But at the same point, is if you, they couldn't recuperate some of their money, um, yeah, because usually they were prisoners. that had to pay a debt, right? Uh, they were prisoners. They could be volunteers, uh,
1: yeah, trying to make money.
4: Yes, trying to make money. Not I, even there were a lot of employees. reasons to be. Yes, there were a lot of reasons to become a gladiator and uh, you wouldn't have had as many people doing it if it was as dangerous as you lose one fight you die no for the most part it depended on uh, the showmanship it, it would be like if wrestling actually if you're uh, the guy you were wrestling could actually
1: kill you well I mean Owen Hart died in a wrestling show didn't he
4: yeah uh, I'd, I'd actually talk- have to fact check that with the person well answer. he did
1: uh, he's Bret Hart's brother the Heartbreak Kid uh yeah. brother. Uh the thing is he didn't actually die in the competition. He came down a zip line to get into the ring and the zip line broke <clears throat> on live uh pay-per-view. Oh jeez. Yeah, right. Shoot, this was a long time ago. But yeah, Owen Hart. He was the, the little nugget that when you took a shit and you flushed the toilet, mm-hmm. he was the nugget that would float back up. No, God. No, that, that was actually a thing that they called it. It's like, he's, he's like, I'm not a nugget! Sean <laughs> Michaels called him the nugget. He's like, I take a shit. And I flush the toilet. And then they, you come floating back up like a nugget. Oh,
2: God. All right, All right. I think that's our shit.
1: Uh, yeah, All right, let's do. cut it. All right. Uh, hey, now. Wait a minute now. (laughs) What? That's our shit!
3: Got it.